0: Hi, I'm Shane. Welcome to your Sprinkle with Hope podcast. Today, our guest is Anna Grace Taylor, and she shares with you her journey of hope and how she is helping people become a better version of themselves. We believe it is important to collaborate with those who are engaged in improving the world so we can share with you motivated individuals who will encourage and strengthen everyone who hears this message and hopefully give you additional meaningful tools so you can create a better life for yourself.
1: Our hope is that something you hear, see, or think while listening to this will instill a spark within you to do something today to increase your hope, expand the desire to improve yourself, or might move you to reach out to someone who could use your help Take one small step and that action could be the start of a new, more fulfilling life. Share this with family and friends, leave us a review or rating, and know that each small action you take to help spread this message is a way to help someone else. Subscribe to our podcast or YouTube channel so you don't miss a thing. Welcome to the Sprinkled with Hope podcast.
0: Welcome to Sprinkle with Hope podcast and your host Shane. Today our guest is Anna Grace Taylor. She is an angel therapist, a spiritual mentor, a healer, an author, a singer and a speaker who has been featured on BBC Radio and Hay House Radio. She was born 11 weeks prematurely and with cerebral palsy. Anna took her first independent steps at the age of 6 and learned to walk twice more following major surgeries and long-term illnesses in her teens. She also has a best-selling book titled Messages of Grace, 111 Notes of Love and Guidance from Your Angels. Anna, thank you so much for joining us today. Really excited about this discussion with you.
2: Oh, thank you so much for inviting me.
0: So that was a mouthful for me. You're a (laughs) lot of things, uh, a therapist, a mentor, a healer. What, What thing would you say you gravitate more towards? A speaker, an author, a singer, What?
2: I would say, you know, at the heart of everything I do is communication. So I love all aspects of communication. Um, I guess for me, above all else, I am an intuitive. That is the main part of what I do. But because of that, I'm always writing as well. And that's what my book is about. That My book is a combination of those things. So I would I kind of would narrow it down to those two things. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So, I mean, it sounds like you've gone through many different struggles with your with your life. How would you say you you try to keep a positive attitude? And what are some of the things that you do to to maintain, uh, you know, a good positive outlook on things?
2: I would say it always comes back to gratitude for me, but I don't mean gratitude without acknowledging the struggle I mean as well as so to me it's always I remember somebody saying to me about the and both and I really live my life that way I don't ignore or dismiss any of the difficulties but I also say and I'm also grateful for this and I every day actually for the past probably Yeah, over a year, because it started in January 2021, I made a real commitment to myself to literally write every single day at least one thing I'm grateful for. And I've lived my life that way for a long time, but consciously sharing that with people that I've done that on my personal Facebook page has just been such an eye opener for me and a heart opener because even when I have been having a difficult day there's always something that makes me go oh you know what actually I've really I have lots and lots of blessings in my life and more often than not it comes down to the people that are in my life so I also would say that I surround myself with really really supportive people family and friends all over the world you know I'm very lucky to have a lot of friends particularly in America a lot of my work is based there so a lot of the conversations I'll have will be on Zoom or on my Facebook page or on my Instagram. And I find that even just even when we're talking about the difficult things, there's always a way of reframing that or understanding that there are lots of blessings. And I always kind of call it like divine compensation. It's not to mm-hmm. say that I believe that we should say everything happens for a reason, because I actually think in some circumstances that can be quite offensive to people.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But at the same time, I also have a really deep knowing that within the really difficult things, there are blessings if we do look for them. So, you know, again, you can, you don't have to be um, uncompassionate by saying everything happens for a reason. And I don't always know why things happen. And I think actually life is full of mystery, but that same mystery also gives us beautiful things too, doesn't it?
0: It really does. And I love that you started leading that with gratitude. Jason and I talk about that a lot that we can allow certain things to make us ungrateful if we choose that, but we can also choose the opposite, which is mm-hmm. being grateful for everything. So I'm curious, Anna, what what would be one thing that you would say you're grateful for today?
2: Today I'm really grateful for the sunshine because in England that does not always happen and especially not in March and it's been a really beautiful day today. It's probably the warmest day uh, for about six months here so I'm very excited about that. I actually really appreciate the sunshine and the warmth. My body loves it. I really like to be able to get out in it and it just uplifts me emotionally as well so I'm very grateful for that today.
0: So hopefully we're not holding you back from the sunshine that we're keeping you in indoors right now. Hopefully. I actually
2: went out in it this morning, so we're all good. Very
0: good, very good. So I I came across you um, on your Facebook page. I love the things that you share. Um, talk to us about why you started that uh, page and what you've the benefits that you've seen from that.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting, because I, like most people, I had a personal page, I didn't even know that you could have a public page. It was back in 2011, I think, so a good 10 years ago. And and people often say that to me, oh, my goodness, you have a really big audience there. Well, that's because I've also shared there for 10 years, you know, (laughs) it doesn't just happen. And yes, there were lots of times where my page really grew very quickly. But Um, consistency and presence and being real and being authentic and and sharing what my message is is how it works you know you can't expect people to follow you if you're never there so um, (laughs) I think for me just going back to what I said at the beginning is it's very natural for me to share it doesn't feel difficult at all I've always spoken to people I've always talked to people in fact whenever I hold the camera up to my face or I'm talking to you it just feels like I'm just having a conversation with my friend you know I don't I don't feel daunted by it at all so I think it's that's why it works for me, because I don't feel like it's a pressurized thing. I never see it as a chore. Of course, it takes work too. There are some days where it's harder than others. But um, yeah, I started it because I wanted to share messages with people. I wanted to share inspiration. I wanted to be able to reach people that weren't in my area. And because of the disability that I have, it's really worked for me because I don't have to go outside of my home to do the work that I do. I don't have to travel really far. And I feel like my own angels kind of did me a favor with that because even when the pandemic happened, nothing changed for me. I've always been in my home. So the, the kinds of conversations that we had, of course, it, it changed and actually it deepened for people. But um, it really has allowed me to have work and have a life where I don't see that as a limitation so i i really my facebook page and my instagram and the rest of my social media has been a total blessing for me
1: i love what you said where you know you said you don't it doesn't feel like a chore to you to share the this positivity and i would absolutely agree and and echo that right like that's it's not a chore to be positive and uplifting and help people in in dark times and so uh, you know my next question is is how, how do you have more compassion or better compassion towards others? Cause I, I think compassion and you mentioned it is kind of at the heart of, of all of this, right? Like, yeah. cause they may be going through a difficult time or yeah. circumstance or whatever. So, so yeah. how do you find more compassion on others?
2: I I believe that even though they're slightly different, compassion and empathy go hand in hand. And for me, it's always been really easy to put myself in another person's shoes. I don't necessarily know what it's like for you to live your life, but if you were sharing your story, I could really feel it and I can really imagine it. And so therefore me having empathy and connecting with what that must be like allows me to go, wow, actually I, I really have... Um, uh, you know compassion for you being in the place that you're in and and I don't believe that we have to have all the same pain to be able to do that because my struggles aren't like yours but because I have been through a lot I also understand what it's like when we're really struggling and suffering and to me, coming back to, to being um, grateful for things, that has to be one of my biggest um, blessings is to be able to say, I I see you, I feel you, I, I hear you, and I may not understand everything that you're going through. But when people do listen to my messages, or watch my videos, or, or you know, li- listen to anything I'm saying, it's because they do know that there's a part of me that really acknowledges their journey Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah that's really cool i love that i love that you have never allowed anything that you've gone through to hold you back from going after what you want you're going after you know really what you want in life um so is there anything that you're working on now that you're excited about in the near future
2: you know i really love poetry so i'm actually putting a lot of my poems together I have to tell you, having done some research, I think I probably have quite a few more to write as far as enough for a book, but I have several. So that is definitely a longer term goal. Um, I also am actually going to start my own podcast. So- I also have that, uh, you know, something more in the short term that I'm going to be working towards. And hey, it's just another another way that I get to have conversations with people, isn't it? So, again, it's an extension of what I already do. Um, And I feel very fortunate to just feel like I'm adding to kind of branches to the tree, really. Yeah, Yeah.
0: love it. Podcast is fun. So when you start it, hit us up and we'll be guests on your show.
2: (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I would love and also I love the fact you've had your I was looking at your podcast and hearing some of the episodes. You've done so many as well, haven't you? We
0: we really have a lot of fun. You know, our purpose really is to share more hope and love and light to the world. We feel that more people should be that way. Um, But if it takes if it changes one person's life for us, it's so worth that.
2: So Absolutely. we're not, we're not going to stop. <laughs> no. Um, and the thing is, is that's what I would say is that, you know, People still message me and say, oh, you know what, that that post really changed everything for me, or I really needed to hear that message, or I really um, am so grateful for that session that we had. And sometimes it can be from years before, you know, yeah. and, and so we really never know the impact that we have. And, and sometimes it's really important to get out of our own way about that, because sometimes when we think perhaps somebody hasn't really heard us or they're not, they don't feel grateful at the time, Time, they're the people that later on are right. most changed by what we're sharing, right?
1: Yeah, it's true. I, I love what you're saying, and and you you brought up that you really like doing poems. Do you have one that you would like to share with us that you have easily yes, accessible? Yes. Or, Actually,
2: yeah, in my book, that's
1: totally fine. And, no, funnily no enough
2: poem. in my book, there is um, there is a poem because I I was so. I so wanted to share one that I decided that I was going to share share it in my book. So it's I don't know how much time we have. So please tell me to stop. Yeah, go ahead. This is a, a poem I actually wrote when I was going through a big transformation in my own life and. And sometimes I find that when we're in a really deep and sometimes quite challenging place, it's also when awakening happens, right? It's Mm -hmm. when those insights happen and when we go, oh, my gosh, you know, I know something's changing for me. So this is what it's about. And it's called Come to the Edge. Come to the edge, she said, the edge of the end, the edge of a new beginning, the edge of nothing and everything, the edge of hopelessness and despair, where all is battered and broken to be rebuilt, all is emptied to become full. Come to the edge, she said, the edge of goodbye, the edge of the great hello, the edge of utterly lost and found, the edge of absolutely null and void, the whole where all is whole and perfectly imperfect, all is forgotten to be remembered. Come to the edge, she said, the edge of darkness, the edge of the brightest light, the edge of beauty and disaster, the edge of chaos and silence, where no words are enough and anything is possible. All is breathless to be reborn.
0: That was beautiful. I love it. Yeah, that we put you on the spot. I'm not going to put you on the spot and say, sing for us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was going to say, maybe not today, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. one day, one day I will. But yeah.
0: Truly, your voice. I've heard your several of your songs, beautiful voice. If you get a chance, um, listeners, check out Anna Grace Taylor. She really is so inspiring and very talented with everything that she does. I mm. am going to put you on the spot. So at the end of our podcast or near the end we have what we call the double down dose so i have a question then jason has a question and if you haven't caught on by now hope is really important to us uh, our podcast is called "Drinkable with hope and so the first question of the double down dose is how would you define hope
2: hope is believing that anything is possible yeah for me yeah yeah that's
1: yeah. <laughs> very simply put it- it's interesting that we ask these two questions and get a myriad of responses so it's it's cool to see different people's insight and just that's
2: my instant response I (laughs) probably could give you a more more context (laughs) Uh, but that was my instant response and I (laughs) and I really to me believe that with love and hope anything then becomes uh in you know surmountable doesn't it it's 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 becomes possible when we have those two things yeah
1: yeah, and I that's typically the the second part of the question is what is your definition of love or how would you define love?
2: It's who we are. So good.
0: <laughs> there that's it is. So good. I love love the the simplicity, but the depth of that. Like if you really think about those two answers, that that's summed up all beautifully in those simple yet profound answers. Mm-hmm. So Anna.
2: love is everything love is all
1: that we are 100% right I I think it goes you know and I would maybe ask uh, an additional follow-up question to that because I I love asking this type of question but what would you say about self-worth or somebody who maybe is lacking in their Mm -hmm. their feeling of being enough or Mm -hmm. you know what would you say about that
2: Well, first of all, I hear you because it's, I believe it's a lifelong journey and it's certainly been mine. And my body has been the reason that I have felt less than because of the way that it's different. But the thing that really helps me is that self-love is about remembering that we're all included we're all equal especially in the eyes of the divine and we don't need to be perfect as a human being because as a divine being we already are and so therefore it's like well how can i perhaps be kinder to myself the way that somebody i would treat somebody else because actually that means that therefore i'm included in all the good that i would wish for another person yeah
0: Such a great discussion, Anna. Thank you so much for joining us today. Really, truly you inspire us and a lot of people around the world. So keep sharing that light and that hope and that love to everyone that you, that you can.
2: Oh, thank you so much. And I know you do too. (laughs)